0: Welcome to episode 357 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Radio team, welcome along to episode three five seven of I am Talk with Coach John Newsome and Bevan James. Off, how you going, mate? Good. Top of the morning to you, Bevan. A bit late this morning, mate.
1: Ah, oh, damn. He track, comes track in. He's, he's
0: what 20, 15 minutes late? Ten? No, fifteen. It was six fifty
1: five.
0: Well, still well, okay. Ten minutes. Ten. If someone turned up ten minutes late to you, John, what would you do?
1: I get frustrated. Yeah. I've been venting. Feeling. I've been venting my frustration with Belinda recently as well. Not about, about people who, being late. Yep. Some would say hypocrite. Yes, yeah, some would. Some would be right. <laughs> and so he
0: comes in the first thing he goes, Oh, bloody traffic lights. There's no traffic lights from, <laughs> from where he's getting to to here. So you're lucky I'm a patient I've soul,
1: gotta, John. You've got to prioritise swimming. Swim, swim last. Swim training comes before. What time does the pool open? 5 Yeah? I was 10 minutes late to the pool.
0: Yeah, see? All right. Sort it out, mate. Sort it out. Listen, I've got things to do. I'm imp- you know, I've got my own life, John.
1: Whatever, Gee, did the big odd. W to you <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I took as proudly brought to you by
1: Coffee's of Hawaii.com.
0: Uh, oh, tasty morsel. you needed that because apparently you bonked in your swim I did, Athlinks.com You wouldn't be putting that swim up on Athlinks, would you? I wouldn't No. Athlinks.com, yeah. oh, and, and <laughs> Extreme Endurance uh, You know, I think I need to start using it, John I think you should I'll tell you about that later uh, Training Peaks but You know what? Just do it because it makes you understand why you're great or why you're not so great.
1: And if you're signing up for a free account, go via imtalk.me so they know where you're coming from. And slstry.com. Oh, and a premium account. And the premium account. With a premium account, you use the code imtalk you get a discount. Sweet. But if you go through imtalk, they know we've referred Sweet you. Sweet as, bro. And slstry.com. And then you'll look cool as well. And they have got it all covered really, haven't we? We have. And they're at the Boston Marathon today. Is it today? Go, Albert. It's Boston. Maybe they, I'm wrong. they Boston I, I, on a Monday? They do. No.
0: Is it a holiday? You know, it? it's
1: April now. It is Boston Marathon time. As we're doing some of the news, you pull up Boston Marathon results. We'll see who won it. Okay. There'll be, there'll... Oh, so you'll be think it'll be finished. Yeah. Do yeah, you yeah, think Alpana will get fifth again?
0: I don't know. best athlete
1: in the world. I'm confi- no, It's definitely Boston weekend. April. It's always. But do they have it on Monday? Yes, they do. Is it? it must be the. Night? It's public holiday. We've discussed this before. Have we? Yes. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I listen. Yeah.
0: You know, you're late. I don't listen. It's Ooh. a perfect combination.
1: Okay. What are you
0: doing? You're checking emails now. Uh, yeah, I'm just, just sorting out um, This is the level of professionalism I work with, guys cool. You know, I know i am come across as a clown on a show But behind the scene, I'm holding it together Anyway, news, we've got some news We've got an age group, but there's no high five We've got website, we need to do a high five We've done a high five in a while okay. Do you think we can make up, one up on the spot?
1: Ah, uh, If you want to Okay. I'll you can do that too. while I, um, I reply to this email that I need to reply uh, to uh, Who's it from? It's from one of our interviewees today What are they saying? We've got to sort things out just times and stuff. Oh, have you not done that? Well, I have. Ah, but... oh, John. It's all your life out. Well. Coach has
0: caught on. Uh, I,
1: we'll get there. <laughs> this is going to be You're rushing a me. You're rushing I'm me. Rushing you. you. I was you're opening with page late. and you're rushing me. Uh, questions and answers at the end. You yeah, turned up on time, John. That's all I'm saying. Let me re- news. Let, let me reply to this email. You, you find the Boston results, and that can be the top of the news item. No, what, what I'm going to start talking about South Africa. We had Ironman South Africa happening
0: last weekend, and um, last year the race was a really windy and hot, hot day. Mm-hmm. And apparently this year it wasn't. It was perfect conditions, and uh... times reflect that.
1: Oh, Bevan's done his research. Oh, notes, Goodness mate. me!
0: Well, I knew you were, gonna, you were late. I thought I must do some notes. Ronnie Shildnick just smoked everybody. Well, so interesting, um, Ferris got out of the water and got the lead in the bike about 25 k's and yeah. didn't put a significant lead on the pack, and then Ronnie caught him up at about this, I think about 100 k mark, mm-hmm. and then Ferris pulled out. Sounded like mechanical problems. Yeah, mechanical problems, so I'm not sure what happened there, but then Ronnie went on to put about another, or quite a few minutes on the rest of the pack, pretty much had the race from there on in really, didn't he? Yeah. To, to pause the show.
1: I told you to pause the show.
0: No, you didn't. He just said, do, do the Boston Marathon. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, that, yeah, that was a great round-up of the show, uh, of, the, uh, of the race. Uh, Ronnie Shieldnick's 52 swum, 4.22 on the bike. He just yeah, crushed them. It, it? Next fastest time there is, uh, I look all the way down, and Greg... Schwabolder from Austria, who was in 12th place, he rode a 428 but ran a 322. But the other guy, running ran what 253? 253. Yes, yeah, pretty and, good. And then the uh, most of the other guys there that were in the top sort of handful of guys were in the mid 4.30s. he just killed them on the bike. And uh, yeah, 253. You know, you always wonder was he pushing it, but 253 he's not still not shabby. Um, but he had an eight minute lead at that stage from Cyril Vino from France, who came in at 819. And Bas Dideren was in third place in 8.20. So very close racing for second, third, fourth. Horst Reichel from Germany in fourth in 8.22. And François Chabot in fifth in 8.29.
0: We also had the Females race. And that, that was probably the more interesting race of the two because we had Jody Swallow who got out of the water, got on a bike, and was just dominating, got off the bike with an 18-minute lead. Yeah, So you're thinking, you know, game over, no problems And was held that lead till 10k's to go apparently So she was held a massive lead But then 10k to go Jessie Donovan from the USA Started cutting that lead down and passed to a 5k's to go So she must have blown Jodie Well she
1: must have because she's a good runner yeah. um, She's a very good runner, she's a 70.3 world champ Done very very well at um, ITU Distance as well, very yeah. very, very well And uh and I predicted last week. You know, if she can, she's uninjured, and if she can sort herself out and have a, you know, have a nutritionally have an okay day, um, she will crush it, and she'll be a real contender for for Kona, I think. Um, if she can, you know, just, just manage this distance. So she didn't, but you know, had she put on a, a half-average run, she probably would have won by fifteen minutes. So uh, and, and it sounded like she was running. What was her? actual five. run? three twenty-two. Was it three thirty-six? 330. Oh, so she. So really that's an blew. explosion. Yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. It must suck when you're
0: ten k to go. And apparently, you know, she was holding on to that, that big mm-hmm. gap she had with 10K to go,
1: thinking, oh, okay, I've still got 80 minutes on them, you know, and then
0: yeah. <laughs> just the world's fall off.
1: Well, that's the thing. I would have expected her to, to run, you know, 3.10-ish, yeah. maybe 3.15, and um, yeah, good on Jesse Donovan, came through with a 3.09, take it in 9.10.58. Well, she 10, was 17 58.
0: minutes out of the water behind.
1: That's whitefall.
0: That. <laughs> she was one oh seven, I think it was, yeah. and Jodie sort of did like a 49, so it was around 17 minutes, and... Uh, Wow, then you know, you're coming out of the water 17 minutes behind You're thinking, oh man, if I can put off a top 5 today I'll be over the moon Yeah, you know, Then with 10k to go still being 18 minutes down And then 5k to go to take the lead That'd be a pretty awesome feeling Because she so won
1: by 6 minutes in the end, didn't she? Uh, 7, yes. no six, 6 minutes and 2 seconds Sorry, you were yeah. right Well I did my, I did my piece because if someone was late <laughs> That's poor, I mean some, uh, This is going to sound a little bit critical Some of these um, swim times are just Struggling in the swim. Yeah, some great female athletes here doing good bikes and good runs, but geez, some of those swims. Well, that's the, with, you know, and again, this
0: is a topic that could, oh, it's not sex, this is just a fact. We females can get away with bad swims a lot of the times. You know, like if we look at the fields and the females, you'll get that athlete who has that one weakness, you know, with the swim, and they can, you know, like last weekend, where you can come along and you can still get the win. Whereas in the male races, you don't really see that. You don't see the guy who's 17 minutes behind on this swim winning an Ironman.
1: No. No, you see guys that are weaker. Yeah, um, they might be
0: four or five minutes. Yeah, you know,
1: someone like Jordan Rapp, you know, he, he can he can still come through. Um, but certainly at, at a top-level race, uh, they, uh, they would not come through. You know, a Kona or, or, a, or a... Well, I mean, um, I'd probably
0: say in the females, they would be the same as well.
1: Mm, yes and no. Natasha Badman, she's, she's ridden through pretty yeah, well. Yeah, but she's a special athlete. She she is,
0: yeah. Um, I suppose you'd look at
1: um, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. But she's so, not that slow. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, well done on uh, Jessie for, for taking that out. I I, I'm picking that might be her first Ironman victory. I just want a way to do it. Like, Actually, um, you know, the come from behind is always an awesome
0: feeling, but, you know, to beat TMKs from the end and still being,
1: like, that far behind. Let's, oh. let's highlight Jessie Donovan a little bit here, Bevan. You're going to highlight her, are you? Actually, it's not her first Ironman win. John. I don't know what I'm talking about. She won Ironman Tron Blanc last year in 9.43. She won Ironman Lake Placid last year as well in 9.44, and she was second at St. George in 4.41. Geez, she had a good year last year. Two wins in a second. That's outstanding. Um, and that's a bit of a breakthrough time for her because her other times were all sort of in the 940s and then she's rocked up and done a uh, yeah, 910. Solid. Very yeah, ha- solid.
0: Yeah, although, is it a fast course?
1: Well, it's fast, It's fast, faster. But, but I wouldn't have said it's 35 minutes faster. Good. That's what I wanted to hear, John. So we'd like to see some improvement there. Good work. Okay, we also had. Um, oh, bit- and third place was Lucy Reed from the Czech Republic. Oh, Simone Brandy was in fourth in 932 and Deanne McEwen was fifth in 937.
0: Good times, rock and roll. Okay,
1: we also had the hits
0: Napa Valley and uh, John. You want to put up the results here?
1: Yes, I do. Ben, want to pull up the results? Uh, first place was Chad Rigowitz in uh, eleven eighteen from Thomas Fisher and James Dina. And on the girls' side of things, we had Tracy Coglin take it out in thirteen thirty three from Megan Rivera and Caitlin Brown. So it
0: looks like across all races they had around a thousand athletes? It's solid. Yeah. yeah. So I I quickly sure the iron distance race wasn't huge, but yeah. you know, the day in itself seems to be working out all right for these guys. So I had to
1: scan through, they only had thirty five doing the iron distance, they had two hundred and fifty roughly doing the, the half, three hundred and ten doing the Olympic, about three sixty five doing the sprint, and then they had an open race which looked really, really short doing sixty. So a thousand people, you know, um across the weekend financially, you know, that sort of that, that, uh, they're certainly gonna, not going to be making a killing from it but um i think that's enough to make it sustainable i would have thought mm. so um well
0: it's step in the right direction isn't it yeah because you know, the hard thing for races is that first period where you're just trying to build and build and build mm. and then after a few years you've got your reputation and, and kind of a race is of get
1: you know that local feel and people know they're coming so and, and that's, that's the thing I, we often look at it going oh it's going to fail because they can't get many people in the iron distance race and i, I I wonder if they really care that much about the iron distance race. They have it there. It's a nice little tack on. But um, I think their focus is very much getting the numbers and participation. And, uh, well, we should get somebody from HITS on. We've talked to Dave Scott about it. But we should get somebody from HITS on to discuss that. Don't we
0: talk to Barry about that?
1: Oh, we did too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We should get Barry back on then.
0: Yeah, Barry, Barry's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Okay. Lisa Norden took out the uh, the half iron distance race for challenge in Future Ventura. What oh, was really interesting it was Rasmus raced. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Good. You know, on a anyway, team or something? Go no. On. No. He did the thing, but he, he wasn't like he was just racing. as, you know just just because. But the reason he raced was because It was where he trained a lot over the last few years, and so mm. he just kind of
1: rocked on up and did it. And uh, I don't think I didn't see his result anywhere, but yeah. Jens Toft took it out. Stephen Bayliss oh there he goes. You know uh, he is in, Was in fifteenth place. Oh there you go. Four twenty twenty six, just behind Stephen Bayliss Top thirteenth, and he didn't get checked though. <laughs> nice work, Rasmus. Yeah. Lisa Norden was in seventeenth place overall, four twenty six. So pretty sharp. Nice. What do we think about Lisa Norden? Uh, I think she probably just stick to halves. If she, if she comes to Ironman, she'll do very very well. But she I she's think coming
0: to Ironman. It's my prediction.
1: Okay, sooner you more you than later. That?
0: Nice, because her Olympic time's is done, isn't
1: it? Um, I wouldn't have sort thought so. I mean, she just finished, finished second in the Olympics. Oh, I thought she's a little bit older, but no, no, no.
0: Oh, okay, no, I don't think so. Okay, she's not coming to Ironman yet. Yeah, but she will. Do you know why?
1: Why? Because she was think- in Kona. Yes, and then she's got the feel. May have had some some. Uh, Sponsor requirements over there as well. No,
0: John. She was just like, I want to be an Iron Man. a real triathlon. Who cares about the Olympics? You know, Leadman one two five, John.
1: So the Leadman has two events. They have the uh, Leadman two fifty and the Leadman one two five, um, which is uh, sort of half distance. But they they have really odd odd distances. You know, they don't they 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 go for destination cool courses and um, the distance. I think just. Ends up being whatever it is. Joseph Major took it out in 418. And on the girls' side of things, er, females. Next. Christine Jackson took it out. All no, time. she didn't. No, she didn't. She I didn't tell her took. Oh, I Yes, she did. I'm, I'm hitting my buttons too quickly. Wait, she did, Cr- she Christine Jackson took it out from good old Hillary. let Yes. Oh, Yes. Three, three minute victory over Hillary. Nice work. Okay, Leadman 250 come, comes up later in the year, and that's a 250. I think, kilometer race. Good times. Have reasonable prize money as well.
0: Yeah, see the winner got like six grand in, uh, this, in this race.
1: Six or eight? I
0: think it was six. And, it's, it, next to the winners on their website. Yeah. It was, it was about six and a half, I think. Yeah. Um, let me put it up here right now. I've got the results here right in front of me, John. And if I go to this website here and it takes a few seconds to click up, six, eight, Okay. It was Mark Tessick t- t- took it out. Let's have a pause for just a couple of seconds. Okay, you want to do that email to you? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna We're gonna pause. He's done his email. We're back. We're back, John. We're, we're back. back. Okay, so um what was the next one? Coming up said? is
1: strong uh, strongman this weekend in Japan. Three K swim, one five five bike and a
0: forty two K run. Where does that come from?
1: I think I, I'm picking well it's a, it's on an island on Okinawa, which is um so it's quite off sort of the yeah. south. East sort of side of Japan, quite a long way off And uh, I think it's a sort of a military base I think um, For the Americans, anyway uh, I'd, I'm picking it's probably a lap of the island Or something like that, which is why it's an, an odd distance 29th edition So ne- this is Probably equal Oldest sort of Iron Distance. I know it's not quite Iron Distance, but but race in the world because New I Zealand's mean, thirty next year, isn't it? Yeah. So this is obviously thirty next year as well. Um, so New Zealand is, I think, one of the oldest Ironmans outside of America. Outside of uh, so Kona. what ones
0: were there? There was there was obviously Kona was the line of the first, mm-hmm. and then New Zealand came along pretty early on.
1: Canada Where, and Japan. Japan. But China Japan sort of has just dropped off recently, now it's coming back this year. But that's moved all around the place. But I suppose I mean New Zealand's moved around a bit as well. But yeah, this is a very very old race. There was very limited information on the website in terms of actually trying to find any results or anything like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, a long-standing, long-standing race.
0: Good times. That's probably why it's just those distances as uh, they just stuck with tradition.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so we had, John thought it would be a good idea to pull up the Ironman rankings right now and we're going to have a look at two rankings right now. We're going to look at the pro rankings but we're also going to have a quick look at the age group rankings and see how that's going. So the pro rankings right now, it's pretty obvious that Landy Cave is going to be in the lead and she's,
1: I don't think I don't think anybody. Would be, I think it's going to be impossible for anybody to get in front of her because she's got you know the Ironman win and the seventy point three win, which are, are the two most heavily weighted races. Um, so I think nobody's going to struggle to get past her. Um, Caroline Stephens ranked in second. Gina Crawford's in third at the moment. Meredith Kessler, all those guys doing the good early season races. Um, Coming through, uh, Sonia Tussick in fifth, Marybeth Alice. I'm sure she'll come through with a few more races in sixth, and Tasha Badman in seventh, Brenda Caffrey eighth, Yvonne Van in ninth, and Kareen Abraham in tenth. What, what point now do you say people are in 100? percent I probably need to look back to to last year. I would have thought, but I would have thought all those guys in the top ten with six thousand points yeah should be should be enough. Should it? be okay. And then on the guys' side of things, guys' side of things. We'll probably see a bit more movement uh, on the guy. So I think it's Sebastian and in, uh, in first. And I think, again, uh, people will struggle to get past uh, him and because, well him in, in particular, because of his uh, you know, win in the 70.3s and a very good race in Kona. So he's first, Crowey second. Pete Jacobs third. He's only got one result, and he's sitting in third place. So I think this is great. When does Pete do his confirmation race? He is doing Cairns, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing Cairns, and he's doing a bunch of other 70.3s. And, uh, and he's doing Ironman Germany. No, oh. surely he's not doing both.
0: No, what were we doing, Ken's in Germany, maybe?
1: I'm pretty sure he's doing Ironman Germany. Okay. I think he did, he did Ken's half last year. Yeah. But I think what the good thing I see from these rankings is Kona is weighted very, very heavily. So yeah, you know, Pete's done one race, there's no other 70.3 results there, no other Ironman races, and he's still ranked third. So I think that's a really good thing. Uh, Jimmy Johnson Bit of a surprise there in, uh, in It had to be fourth, the way But didn't it You race? can't you had to, The
0: system had to Reward mm. the people Who did well at the champs You couldn't have Pete Not turning up next year If he yep. wanted
1: to race And it's got to reward People that do The high points races You know In terms of the, the Championship races Which yep. I think is fantastic So be- Bevan Doherty, um Is sitting in 5th place Andreas Rayler at 6th Andy Potts 7th Tim Bracht 8th Frederick Van Lurd ninth, And Timothy O'Donnell In 10th place I suppose the question We were probably look is. Let's look further
0: down the list and listen. Who hasn't done
1: that well so who's, far? Who's outside the sort of top? Because
0: what is it, 50, isn't it, for men? Or is it 40?
1: Okay. I can't remember, Bevan. Yeah. I can't remember. It's, it's so round. Luke McKenzie's only down there in 47th place, along with Richie Cunningham, and he doesn't do Kona anyway, so that, I guess that doesn't really matter too at 60th. Tom Loeb. What's going to happen to renzo this year, Bevan? What do, what do you think?
0: I don't know, John. I don't
1: know. You don't know?
0: No, I don't know. You know, the guys are a talented athlete. athlete. There's no doubt about it. He's had the injury, and uh, Ironman New Zealand didn't turn out so well. Maybe this year is just a rebuilding year for him. He's had some pretty good 70.3 results in the last six months. So, so, that's, so Kiwis are there in 60 and 60th and and yeah, 61st Cam with
1: Cam Brown. So Cam Brown's going to have to pull something out, um, uh, a big Ironman race somewhere to, to qualify. Is this
0: a year who doesn't do Kona?
1: If I was in his shoes, I wouldn't be going to Kona. Yeah, um, but he, he, I'm sure he's probably either signed up for Germany or uh, or wrote Group, probably. Yeah. And um, if he's doing Germany, then you know, if he did really well there, he could probably uh, sneak in there. Mike twelve six only down there in seventieth place. James Kanana now he raced at the weekend and um, Got a second. No, he? no, he, he, no, he pulled out. That's right. I was going to say he pulled out. He's only there in seventy third place.
0: Run. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, few people with a bit of work to do there.
0: Okay, so then the next thing we went and had a look at was the age group rankings. And what's quite cool in the age group rankings if you go to the website, um, I'll put a link to it on me, and you look at a different category. So we'll say, okay, men 35 to 39, and you click on the person's name. So we've got Sam Hume. And uh, they pull up, and they've also got photos of the guys at the races.
1: So, yeah, so they're obviously linking in with finisher picks or whoever do that thing, but I thought that was a really nice touch. Um, how, you know, yeah, as Bevan said, you click on them. Not you, always, but not everyone has n- them. Not always, but I guess that depends on on which races you're doing. There is some um, – I think there's some teething issues with their system here because Sam Hume, who's currently ranked uh, in first place, has uh, got 14,000 points, but somehow he's managed to accrue points from – the Asia-Pacific Championships in 2012 and 2013. So they obviously haven't clicked over oh. that. Uh, he's got his uh, results from Melbourne for two years, uh, and that means he's leading the rankings at the moment. Where I th- I'm picking one of those uh, results should have dropped off, which would see him tumble down. So a few few teething things to to, um, to work out, and I guess how we should judge this system correctly is, uh, is at the end of the year and see if the, the person on top has actually got some really solid results or they've just pick and choose things about
0: is there any way you can figure out where you are overall you know because on this website um page here we've got you know the top five is it in each category Mm -hmm. so you've got male rankings 25 to 29 you've got the top five athletes there is there any way you can figure out like let's say i'm in the age category and i want to know where i am overall in the world right now
1: is there any way to figure that out well there's a search button up there at the, the the top um so let me just try putting in someone's... I'm going to put Some Rob one. Rob Creasy okay, in there. Creasy. Loading data. Let's see how fast their system is. Yeah, how's it going? I uh, found C- C- Samuel Creasy from... Uh, Rob, you've got a brother out there? Samuel Creasy <laughs> in the 25 to 29 age group. And he's ranked number one, so... No, so it's obviously top five. Mm, I don't know. Bevan, you're asking me questions. I don't know the answers to...
0: Well, it. I'm just curious. Do people care? Other than the people who are in this
1: top five. I think the people in the top five will care. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, sure, people in the top five might go, well, maybe a lot of these people don't even know they're on the list.
1: If I was an American or I was someone in Europe and they they designated, uh, they said this right, four or five championship races and if you want to be going for the the championship you go and do these races then i'd probably care a little bit but for me in new zealand you know next year i'm going to have well next year next year i'll have three ra- i'll have three results so I'll have a 70.3 in ironman new zealand and, and kona so i'll probably do reasonably well but if i was just a kiwi and i was doing two races you know 70.3 in new zealand would i care probably not
0: yeah, like I, I think the reason they're motivated to do this is to make more loyalty to their brand. The whole idea is that people want to do more Ironman races. That was probably the motivation behind it. Maybe not, maybe they just kind of thought it was a cool idea. Mm. Now, if that's the case, it's like when people try to do things to promote races that are really just only really favors the three people who have a chance at winning it. Mm. And so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, I don't Like, think many of our listeners would go on this say You know, and check it out very often. I'd agree with that. You know, and like I'd even forgot about it until you pulled up for this week. So there you go. uh, Can't be important if
1: you've forgotten about
0: it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Just a couple quick things. Corey's John Jordan Rap on the four man panel that liaisons with WTC. And one of the key issues is prize money, John. Oh, okay. Very nice. And then lead on to the article. Did you read the article? I did not. Jonathan Hotchkiss, uh, apparently a pretty decent. Pro-athlete from the UK has just retired recently And he went on there's an article I think it was on Tried 247 Saying I, I should probably confirm that Do you want to confirm that for me? What? Try 247 for that article Because so I don't want to give the, the okay. To the wrong people um, And um, Just basically saying You can't make a living You know Unless you're a top, top dude it it's impossible almost and you know you can he was lucky his partner was supporting him but really it's just a
1: really tough sport to make a living and and yeah well that's the thing I, I i'd agree with that if you're relying on um on prize money very very difficult but that's where you've got to be smart about things and uh and that's where you've got to treat yourself as a business and i think if you're smart and you've got a business mind and you're a half decent athlete um i I think you can make a living whether you know in in terms of uh living to support a family and 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 cover the mortgage and all that sort of stuff that's then you you have to be pretty good but in terms of you know if, if i look back to um if I, if I was in my early 20s or something like that, um, I'd, I'd look at it with some... I think there's, there's plenty of opportunities. There's a lot of races out there, and if you race smart and if you're very good at looking after sponsors and, and looking for innovative ways of uh, promoting your sponsors, then... Um, I think there, there is plenty of opportunities, but most guys just think, oh, I've got to go get prize money. They expect to be dished out, this, that, and the other thing when they haven't really, aren't really offering their sponsors anything um, other than just a little bit of coverage at races. So I think that the athletes just have to take a bit of responsibility in terms of um, making themselves a, a brand, and we, we see that with a number of athletes that are, are not the best, um, yet they are able to make a living out of the sports. So, um, yeah. John? Yes.
0: I, I agree. I wasn't
1: listening, but I agree.
0: The first thing I do want to say is Boston Marathon was yesterday. T- yesterday or today? Well, today. T- t- today,
1: New Zealand time. Yeah, 15th. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yep. And uh, here we go. That's it, sir. No, Lee,
1: sir. Do you know who that person is? No, I don't know. Any marathon runners? No,
0: I'm not really going on a marathon. 210. Bit of a slow day, because last year they broke the record. 210? Remember? Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Bit of a slow day. Because last year they broke the record, remember, but they didn't give it to them because it was well, assisted.
1: Well, they'll, never give, they'll yeah. never give them the record. But
0: they got one or two or three last year. Yeah, so two ten. Yeah. And then on the girls' side of things, we had uh, Rita Ajeptu Right. She did two twenty six.
1: Good old Rita.
0: So let's see if I can find Albert in here. You talk about something else for a second.
1: Um, okay, Bevan. Last name. Uh, I'll do my ITU update. Uh, I thought there was going to be a bit more ITU news this week, but Ryan Fisher and Oh, wait a second, uh,
0: Albert. I oh, didn't get fifth in his age group. <laughs> Yeah, overall, how many? They haven't got how many overall. Overall, he got three hundred ninety first. He got fourteenth mm-hmm. in his division this year.
1: Well oh, Albert, what's happening? Still
0: pretty sharp time, two forty
1: two. That's solid. He, he did two thirty. He's done two
0: thirty eight, I think.
1: No, I think he, no. He's quicker than that because I've done two thirty eight, and I know no, he was quite. I think he was closer to two thirty five, two thirty five, two thirty six last year.
0: But this year is a slower year, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah. Still dropped tumble down the rankings. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Coming to get you, boys. <laughs> Bring on Epic at Camp Canada. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, back to my ITU update Ryan Fisher took out the latest round of the World Cup Series, which is a second tier series, and uh, Japan's Ueda won it in Ishigaki. Very small fields, and we're seeing that in the first two rounds of, um, or first few races, that a lot of the ITU races at the moment um, got, got really small fields. And I guess part of that is because there is not that Olympic carrot sitting there at the end, and people are not trying to accrue points or chase points. Um, so, really small fields. Like I'm talking that in the girls, I think it was and this is a World Cup race Pretty reasonable why prize money
0: why, why wouldn't athletes want to race?
1: Uh, well, it's, a, it's a, you know, it, going to Japan It's a tricky place to get to Costs you a lot of money And um, if, you, if your federation's not saying Well, this is, a, this is a priority race for us They've got to juggle these balls Trying to figure out how they can best spend their money And they'll probably save it a bit more For the subsequent years when they're trying to qualify um, So what
0: years do your rankings really important. Is it just the years leading up to the Olympics? Yeah like, Two years?
1: Uh, yeah sort of yeah I mean you've got to to your, to, you
0: want your country's qualifications
1: don't you? you You want your country qualifications but you've also Got to make sure that you're in a position that you can always Get starts in races so you can only get You know get to get a guaranteed start In a race you have to be ranked in the top 70 in the world Which sounds easier than it um, sounds Sounds pretty straightforward but you've always got to Play that juggling act and if you go off and do All these non-drafting races seventy point threes, things like that and you Do very very few races your ranking will Tumble pretty quickly and if you're not in that Top rankings they get priority entry and Then if you can't get into races then you know it's a bit, of a bit of a snowball effect. So I think, you know, these years post-Olympics, post, uh, post Olympics, um, we often do see smaller, weaker fields. OK. John, so, you put a quiz in here. Well, I thought we were going to be struggling for time today. Um, so here is a quiz, and we'll do the answer later on. And Torsten helped us out with these a while ago. Who had the second fastest Ironman distance time of 2012 in both the men and And the woman
0: That's a really hard question
1: That is a very hard question I don't think
0: anybody knows that Off the top of the head Without Google
1: Yeah I would not have got it
0: No neither So what the men and women's
1: Fastest time If you
0: you know you've got this right And when we say the answers You're a legend
1: You are a legend
0: Because I wouldn't have had it Wait a second What are the answers Oh yeah I knew them both
1: (laughs) Yeah I'm sure you did Sponsor Cool uh, sponsor I was just checking my emails Bevan I so, can't. I mean, oh, well, I'm trying to sort out interviews Which we're trying I'm away next week And so we're trying to get A couple of interviews Lined up for today um, So then They're we falling could, through they're, Aren't they John They're falling through the cracks they're Falling through the cracks uh, Somebody Somebody who didn't fall Through the cracks today And still put in An outstanding marathon i be uh, able a
0: 242 right now I
1: don't think I could Pull off a 242
0: No No I, No I probably couldn't i need to train pretty hard To get up to a 242
1: Yes No I would too Um Albert from Coffees of Away. And uh, maybe he didn't maybe his coffee consignment got lost in the post or something. That could have been the difference.
0: It probably was, John. But No, because they always deliver.
1: Well, yeah. they, they do deliver, but you can't you know, FedEx, you know, they may have lost it somewhere on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the Coffees of Away website they, if you're wondering what sort of coffee you might want to get, they have a um a page on there that's basically a coffee guide. So if you want to get the you know, you're thinking, oh, I don't have a clue what sort I like, uh they've got They have uh, a star system based on aroma, body, acidity, flavor, and roast. Bevan, if you were going to get some island-style Maui, it's got a three-star, body, aroma, acidity, flavor, and it's a medium dark roast.
0: If you went Hawaiian-style, Hawaiian-island-style, then you've got aroma, three-star, body, and acidity, but then the flavor is more of a four-star. It's a bit more flavor in that one.
1: And the the island-style Kona is a four-star Aroma, body, and flavor, only three in acidity, and it's a dark roast. And it's the same with the molokai as well, John. Yes, it, it is funny, isn't it? Because you know, if you love
0: the finer things in life and you do like to, you know, the difference, you, what you could do is just get like they've got those packages where you can buy four different coffees at once mm. and you could check it out and you go, okay, which one you know, and just muck
1: around for a little bit, see what flavor you like. And it's just like beer tasting, wine tasting, you know. Do you like wine tasting? Oh, yeah, do you yeah. ever do it? Yeah, yeah, we do it not, not Every night really, Every <laughs> night. Well, moment It seems that way For one person in our relationship Oh, really? Um, <laughs> who, who, AA yeah. Is time for AA? Yeah And uh, But no, we go along to wine tasting evenings They're fantastic And I do like doing a bit of beer tasting now as well Went to the beer festival recently And I'm sure they have coffee festivals They had the, the Molokai coffee festival recently But yeah, definitely There's something
0: like, you know When you go out for dinner as well When you have a nice dinner mm. And, you know, at the end of it Then you have a nice hot drink as well You should get a good coffee to finish it off and it's just, you know, it's that whole complete culinary experience and, you know, and the coffee's around that. And if you have some, you know, let's say you've got some friends around for dinner and you you know, then you bring out your dark chocolates and stuff as well, and you have a nice coffee afterwards. You put out some coffees of why, and yeah. then you can say what kind of style do you like.
1: People do not like getting a bad cup of coffee. You hear about
0: it. No, you do, oh, don't you? Jeez. Yeah, Joe. No, Joe says that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lets me know. Yeah, she lets me know. But you wouldn't have that problem with your coffees of Hawaii.
1: Yeah, if you want to get some, go to iamtalk.me. Click on on the coffees of why logo, and that'll give you all the promo codes you need to know. Good times, rock
0: and roll, coffees of why. John last week. We had a discussion of the week, which probably go down as one of the best of all time, to be honest. And, and it's kind of proven with the amount of responses we got.
1: I would rank it up there with, uh, well, no, the way I feel about this question is probably how you felt about me posting my breakfast, uh, pre-race breakfast. What do you mean? Well, you said it was just, you hate it when people do that. It was a complete waste of time. It's just, blah. What did I do? When I, when I posted my pre-race breakfast. Oh. You weren't happy about it at all.
0: Oh, John, there was an explosion at the end of the marathon. Was there? Like you, not not somebody explosion. But look at that, look. There's a bomb going off. Well, I don't know if it's a bomb, but... Goodness. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah, you
1: crazy Americans?
0: Yeah. A craziness. But, John, going back to putting photos of your food, that's, that is a waste of time. No, it's not. But this discussion of the week wasn't, because people will learn a lot. No, we got, we, how many responses did we get, John? <laughs> yeah. How, is, many? how many? How many? This is a typical Facebook question. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> such oh, oh, how many, oh, many did a a Let me pull this up here. Question. Let me go. Let me go. Seventy nine, John. What about the week before? Let me get the week before this week's discussion. The week before. Let me have a look here. Let me have a look here. Come up here. Come on, hurry
1: up. Facebook. Facebook. Everybody wants to be a joker here.
0: Why is that? Last week we only got fifty five. Seventy nine. Okay. The people spoke, John. The people spoke.
1: Christine McKinley didn't see you at the pool this morning. Where were you? Go, she, the she She was last week and she wasn't this morning. She was. She just finished ten minutes before you started. Nadia, uh, and Zania Morrison was there. Chen Wei. Zania Morrison. She's a
0: legend.
1: Morrison. She's Zanthus sitting Morrison. there, yes, sitting Zanthus there, Zanthus chin wagging on the side of the pool for about fifteen minutes before she started. Yeah, she's a legend. I hate to say, you, you know why? Why? She, I think she just runs all the time. Mm, she runs past my place a lot. I and she just, <laughs> I just she I, stalks I, us, Bevan. I,
0: she must do because seriously, whenever I'm driving down Columbus Street, Zania Morrison's there. Yeah, no lies. And she's so efficient with her running. She doesn't look like she's moving. It's just she kind of glides. She doesn't
1: drive, so she either bikes or runs everywhere. I well,
0: honestly, I, I reckon I see her probably ten times a week running down the roads. Last it was the other night, and it was dark air, and I go, who's that running? Oh, it's only Morrison.
1: Mm. She's focused too, as well. Um, Christine McKinley going f- f- to a swim squad, really pushing myself on the bike and benchmarking myself, i.e. swim TTs. Oh, well, probably we should say what the question was. Uh,
0: yeah, well, I'll tell you, because it was a okay. great one. Bevan finally got his question for this week's discussion. What is the one thing you don't do that you know you should do to get faster? Mm. That's a great question, John. What do you yeah. thing I'll oh,
1: talk about you in a minute. Uh... And she also doesn't like doing FTP, or doesn't do FTP tests, run TTs. Oh, um, well, how do you I how should gauge know, your training? But, yeah. It's warm and cosy in my comfort zone.
0: Okay, Nadia. Not for much longer, Christine. Nadia McLaren, stop drinking coffee, muffins, basically anything with sweet tooth craves.
1: Frank Houdini McVeigh, having less sex. You're a machine, Frank.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, he's having too much. Yeah,
1: sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen to me, he's full of crap. Um, Helen Anderson, get more sleep. That's a good one too, because
1: it's nice and short and sharp, isn't it? Joanne Baxis, have more sex. <laughs> okay,
0: there you go. Adam, where's this going, guys? Where's this going? See, it's
1: a weak question, Adam's weak aura, responses. Get more
0: sleep. That's a good one. That is an important one.
1: And Aran Iron Man, McKee, eat broccoli. Why would that make you faster? Broccoli's great for you. I love broccoli. Yeah,
0: but Do why what would it good... make you
1: fuster? Oh, very... Broccoli's very nutritious. Do you know what broccoli is, John? What? It's not a vegetable. What is it then? It's a flower. Oh, Yes. Um, this is recipe of the week here. No, of the week. no,
0: I still you had recipe of the week. I'm,
1: I'm videoing it now. No, it was, this is this is about a two-second recipe. If go broccoli, roast broccoli and and cauliflower. Awesome. You simply just chop it up, put a bit of olive oil, good bit of salt, sometimes a bit of bit of cumin seeds and things like that. Roast it, delicious. Okay, done. There's a daily recipe.
0: That's the kind of recipe week. of the week I'll take. Delicious. Ten seconds.
1: Got to got to roast the, bro- the cauliflower for a little bit longer than the broccoli. Frank he's saying he wants to lose some weight. Nice. Uh, Matt, Michaela, Speed Workouts. Michael Anderson, get off Facebook. Yeah, that's probably a good one, actually. Um, Who else
0: have we got here? Pete Thias, I'd say. Uh, To start with, core and general strength training, naps during the day, more whole foods in my diet and a coach for fine-tuning. Then I might have a chance of kicking nuisance butt in an Ironman.
1: Marianne Payton, um, get bodywork massages during your training, pre- and post-events. Yes. Um, We've got Nina... Hope shed excess pounds and get to bed earlier. Dan McCormick, swim drills.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty important one. And I'll give my last one, Peter Mills, get my
1: BMI lower. Anthony Parker, core training. I hate it. John, what are you? Where are you right now? Well, I'm going to put out a general one for pretty much everybody that I reckon I'm going to say 80 to 90% of people struggle with uh, is core and flexibility work. Those are the two things. If anybody that almost always falls off the program, if they're going to miss something, it, it's going to be their core. Or their are you flexibility doing the corporate work.
0: pre- workout like that, have you?
1: I've done it once. Did you like it? Um, it was okay. Yeah, yeah it was okay. Um, so I think I, I fall into that bracket as well. I'm, and I'm intentionally now, like last last night, I integrated um, some core imply metrics into a run session because I find it hard to do it. Yeah, at the end of the day that's where I always put it and it just often doesn't happen and flexibility work flexibility work is the one thing I'd really like to be doing a lot more of Um, time is my limiter at the moment Um, but that is the one thing that I used to do when I was racing full-time I'd be stretching like an hour a day and I really thought it made a difference at the moment struggling to fit it in so probably only at the moment getting two yoga sessions a week if that and um, just generally not enough stretching that would be the one thing I would do to change things.
0: It is interesting. Uh, there's kind of a few things that come up. Obviously, sex is important; so that's, <laughs> that's really important. But really, sleep, yeah, diet, flexibility, and strength really is the things mm-hmm. we lack, you know. And I think that's when we think about those things for a lot of us, it's because we put so much time to swim, bike, run, mm. and our sport is so time heavy or time you know time consuming that you know those things are the things we know we should do. Well, diet you probably need to sharpen up, up on, but um, you know, it's that thing, the things that are on the last of the list that always get dropped first. And you have all the good intentions to make sure you do those yoga sessions, or you, to make sure you know you're doing some cool work. But when you get home after a long ride, you sit down and, and you've got life, and you know, recharging and all that kind of stuff. Sleep's such an important one.
1: It is. I'm going to say, something on diet, best thing you can do is just work off a shopping list. That's what we do. Um, is go to the supermarket once a week, have a shopping list, buy what you need. You might need some top up one top up during the week. But just don't buy crap.
0: So that's how you're going to lose weight?
1: I don't, I'm, 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 I'm comfortable with my weight, Bevan. Oh,
0: so am I. I, don't yeah. know to yeah. I. I You know what, guys? Listen to my Reset Strategy podcast. That's actually a very good one for diet. Seriously, uh, life-changing. Sell, sell, sell you. Yeah, that's how I roll. For me, I'm actually training-wise because I'm not so much the endurance athlete right now. And, and I've kind of gone to myself, I want to get my body strong because over the last, you know, like – Ah, just yeah, as you get older, you want to be strong, and I kind of want. For me, with well, my training right now, it's about how do I stay balanced. So I'm trying to get three yoga sessions in a week. I'm doing weights four times a week. I do a lot of cardio with my work, and then um, and I'm finding it works really well. So at the moment, I'm not really kind of lacking anything. If anything, it's the one thing that's making me better that I'm not 100 percent on is setting objectives for workouts. Mm-hmm. So the other day at the gym, I did a leg workout, and I really tried to push the weights nice and hard. And I, before I started, I kind of for five minutes when I was just on the bike warming up, I kind of just set some objectives for the workout, and I had a really great session. And then yesterday, I went into back and um, and I kind of just went into it half heartedly and it was an okay session, but it wasn 't that real top end i wasn 't getting quality sessions and for me, the one thing I do when i 'm doing my best is I, I sit and think about what i 'm trying to achieve from today 's workout before I actually do it and for me, if I can do that consistently more often i 'm going to get better results so
1: that's that 's my thing John I think the one thing a lot of people um, need to remember and, and totally agree with what you 're saying is <coughs> Sometimes people try to overcomplicate or always need a really complicated session. Whereas, often for, for us, I am mean athletes, going out and just doing a steady 90 minute run or a steady 90 minute bike is fine. And people might come away from thinking, I'm not tired, I haven't done anything hard. It's fine. If You've just got to f- know what your sort of steady zones are. And by steady, you know, for the top end of steady is generally. Ironman pace For for slow athletes You might need to go Just a little bit above that But um, Steady workouts are good You don't always need to be Feeling smashed After every session
0: Well I think it's really important For you to look at Your overall week um, mm. You know Like I know in life I always do a weekly meeting With myself on a Monday morning Just to plan my week And when I do that I'm much more successful and when I don't, the week doesn't go so well. And I kind of think that I, I was speaking to a guy, Jim called Josh, yesterday, and he's decided he's going to do coast to coast. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of been kicking in for the last six months, but it's kind of taking it to that next step at the moment. And while he's doing that, he's just saying he's always really tired. He's just, you know, he's just getting that fatigue that endurance sports brings. But his coach hadn't really talked to him about the idea of having A, B and C sessions and what are your real quality sessions this week that you want to make sure you get right and where are those more steady state sessions or the easier sessions and allowing yourself to sit in those places at those times and go okay well today's session is easy, I'm going to take it nice and easy and you know then when you get to those harder sessions you're actually more recharged so you can get your quality out of them and you know mentally you're going to feel you're achieving the growth that you need to achieve so
1: right on you like that yeah this coach is a corner um, I went to my file today or yesterday and looked at some some things that people had sent in. I wanted to get a bit of the, bit of the listeners rather than us just uh, stamping our authority on discussion of the week.
0: I didn't have a good question, but...
1: Well, put that on the file. Ah, there go again. <laughs> um, Bree Witteveen. I think she might have sent this in a long way, a long time ago. Um, A lot of folks seem to be jumping on the triathlon coach bandwagon these days and calling themselves coaches after taking just one weekend class. What does it take to become a legitimate and or good triathlon coach? Do you have to be fast or just passionate and knowledgeable about the sport? So, really, just a, a general discussion around what do you guys think makes a good coach? And uh, and this isn't by no stretch of the imagination me trying to plug business or anything like that.
0: But if what, you want some.
1: <laughs> yeah. What makes a good coach? And um, and perhaps, yeah, I don't know. Anything to add, Bevan?
0: No, I think it's a really good question. And, well, we could start talking about it now, but let's not. But yes. so, what do you think makes a good coach? And, um, yeah, and uh, do they need to be passionate or knowledge or you know, experience? And so, on? hear your questions You want to do the quiz answers Now do you quiz answer Okay so the question was Who had the second fastest Iron distance races Of 2012 And we're thinking Boys and girls And I think the girls Isn't so much of a surprise But I wouldn't have Picked the guy
1: No So both performances Were in Rote right, um, Which we know Is a fast course
0: Yep And Rachel Joyce Took out the females In an 8.45.04 So you know Joyce is up there And she's definitely One of the top females Out there in the world So to see her name there Isn't a major surprise
1: No but the guys, James Kanana, yeah, I wouldn't have so picked pick that seven fifty nine fifty nine really that is crazy i do-
0: what a feeling that would have been
1: well. It would be interesting to know if he sprinted for the finish or if he was cruising down the finishing shoot knowing you've got it. And how gutted would you be if you're trying to be a smart-ass and get it as close to 7.59 59, and the timing mat sank saying was like a metre past the finish line or uh, something and you cocked it up, you would feel like a right dork. Um, but to break the eight-hour barrier, we know Roat's a fast course. Oh, um, still. But still, that. You know, you talk about the four minute mile in, in running, but I think the eight hour barrier is a, is a far greater achievement in triathlon because there's not that many guys that have done it. You know, it's a pretty small, exclusive group.
0: No, and it's not like the four minute mile that once one guy went there, it, it kept getting faster. And, you know, now mm. there's three you know, three minutes fifty kind of faster. And, mm. you know, not so. Getting four minute miles not an easy thing to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's, it's still pretty phenomenal, and you, there's a lot more runners than what there are Ironman athletes. But yeah. not many people have gone sub eight. No, you know. Uh, so it's our no, I remember seeing getting and running along and seeing a sub, a sub ten, and just being over the moon. And then you know, like mm. you know, I never got to see the sub nine. Mm. You know? mm. Still cry about that one. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like it's just a wicked feeling. Imagine going and seeing a seven on the clock.
1: That would be awesome. Yeah. James Canana. he's... he's uh, obviously didn't have a good race at the weekend for what, for whatever reason, but um, that was an outstanding performance. Seven fifty nine, fifty nine. John, I have got a question for you. Yeah,
0: what do you reckon? Because I was reading Science of Running or that, that blog. What is it?
1: Uh, science of Sport or so Sport, sport Science? And they were
0: talking about how fast do we physically think we could possibly go? If, mm. if, if just perfect. And they were saying that they reckon a marathon was like one forty six. Right, that, you know, like if, if you know humanity could just be at its best, the capacity of the human body was around one forty six. Now, there's arguments; it might not have been one forty six, but it was it was way faster than what we're going right now. Mm. And uh, and there was arguments around: was the person who came up with this number was was the data accurate and all the rest of it? But you know, imagine
1: if we got to that speed, that'd be pretty cool. What do you think would be the ultimate? What What are you doing now? Well, you know how you just said that thing that bomb blast in the in the marathon. Yeah. Somebody just sent the, Moose Herring just sent me through it and. Email saying, holy cow, two blasts at Boston Marathon finish line. Multiple folks killed and hurt in the host hotel blast. Really? Wow, let's pull this up. Craziness. This is going to be old news by the time this comes out, but that's crazy. Wow, let's look. Boston Marathon, two explosions at the finish line. Two
0: explosions shattering the finish line of the Boston Marathon. So what do we know what it was? This is going to be old news, but it comes oh, out so We're in the moment uh, Sending authorities out on the course to carry away the injured While staggered Well, we're focused on computers That, um, no, they don't really have the cause at this stage Wow Oh,
1: hopefully everyone's okay Well, it doesn't sound like that
0: but does it, Well, they haven't
1: talked about deaths in this article Well, Moose has said multiple folks killed Wow Craziness, Bevan Absolute craziness
0: There are a lot of people down, See one man Hmm Wow. Oh well thoughts going to you guys. Hopefully everyone's okay. Oh, yes.
1: Um, so wrote amazing performances in Rote seven fifty nine fifty nine, eight forty five oh four for Rachel Joyce. Joyce bring it home this year.
0: Okay, John. Yes. So what do you think a humanly possible
1: a- oh, I've got absolutely no idea think- whatsoever. I just don't even follow marathon enough to know. No, what no, good no, time's no, not,
0: I don't care about marathons. Iron Man.
1: Oh, Iron Man. Okay. So let's let's So, so it's, it's about
0: two forty now, isn't it? Seven forty.
1: Yeah, so um, Andreas Raleigh, I think 7.41. Yeah, um, something like that. Well, I would have thought, well, let, let's look at the fastest times. And, and So we've got, you know, those guys there could probably swim, let's say 45. Okay, 45. And then you have... Um, I'm adding it up here. Over what, what's up here. Uh, Andrew Starkowitz? He rode 4.04. 4.04. And then didn't have the greatest run. If you have one of the, the gun runners then running 2.35. Two, three. In fact, I think they could probably go quicker than that, but let's say 2.35. So what does that give us? Uh, what
0: about transitions, John?
1: Uh, and right, Transitions are pretty quick, so they add on three minutes of transitions. Three
0: minutes? Okay, you keep talking, I'll add it up.
1: Um, I, reckon, yeah, I reckon they could probably, if they had a good pack going, they might even go just a little bit quicker than that. I reckon potentially, f- make, make that four hours. We'll take off, take off time. Let's say four hours on the... F-
0: oh, you can't do it now. <laughs> go
1: ahead. Well, let, let's say swim bike 4.45 and then yeah. run is 2.35. So that's 635 plus three minutes of transition is about six. No, it's not. You get your maths right. 445.
0: Oh, sorry. Okay, wait a second. What is it? 445? 445.
1: 445 plus two hours 35. 45.
0: So that's... that's zero, one. That would be um, eight. And that would be one. Oh, no. That would be 680. So 680 would be 720.
1: 720. Yeah, plus five minutes. Say five minutes transitions. Seven, seven,
0: no, I think we go a few faster than that. Do you?
1: Well, if, if, if Raylott's already
0: doing seven forty,
1: hmm. how long did it take to go from seven fifty <coughs> to seven forty? It took no. But
0: a- I'm saying, you know, just the human capacity. If it was just yeah. absolute if we could hold top end, mm. I think we're close to seven.
1: Okay.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think in a thousand years from now, when <laughs> evolution's takes yep. it to another level, yeah, you know, and our mind, our, our consciousness will be, you know, still around. You know, I hate these
1: (laughs) topics. It's just bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Seven hours, John. That's your aim. Sponsor.
1: Extreme endurance. I'm thinking about going back on it, John. Well, you should. So tell me, tell me, Bevan, tell me why.
0: Well, the reason is, is I've started doing weights again. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, for the first period when I got into doing weights, I wasn't that hardcore. Mm -hmm. And it's partly because I struggle to get a training partner nowadays.
1: Just do it yourself.
0: Yeah, you know what? With weights. Like you can I do it by myself Then mm. I'm disciplined to doing it But when it comes to Pushing yourself to the next level It's really helpful To have someone to spot you And stuff mm. And um, and so I've really struggled I kind of trained With Blair Norton From my news Yeah, And he, well, that kind of Fell by the wayside And I've tried to find Other people It hasn't really worked So I've been working Really hard on my mental game For weights And I've definitely got better And I'm getting to that point Where I'm getting real good Doms afterwards and stuff And so you're like, today, My last two days, my legs have been killing me from my leg session, which is great. Mm. And I'm kind of think, well, now's the time to get
1: back on extreme endurance. Well, I think you probably should.
0: And someone's done a review of it, John.
1: Yes. Yeah, so if, um, on the, the happyathlete.net, there was a review, and we talked about our star rating before of coffees of Hawaii in terms of flavour and all that sort of stuff. This guy's given them a pretty good rating. Ease of use, five stars. Reliability, five stars. Quality, five stars. Effectiveness, five stars. Price, four and a half stars. I think it's actually pretty reasonably priced for what it is.
0: Well, four and a half's a good, good... Four and a yeah, half's yeah, pretty yeah. good. it's not
1: two. He just didn't didn't want to give them the 25 out of 25. Dr.
0: Joseph Shepard.
1: If he's a doctor, he must know what he's on.
0: Exactly. 20 years of experience in the chiropractor and healthcare industry. He's a long-time athlete and avolacto- vegetarian with a commitment to increasing athletic performance and overall health through natural means
1: he says the pros uh, ingredients are in naturally occurring compounds and no harmful substances gold standard third party study that clinically documented the effectiveness improves anaerobic threshold and reduces lactic acid buildup by 15% reasonably priced for high end quality pharmaceutical ingredients he hasn't come up with any cons the bottom line extreme endurance just works to improve your athletic performance and has the science and clinical studies to prove its effectiveness and safety. Do you know what I like about this review, John?
0: Why? They're not trying to sell it with a new review. Oh
1: nice You know Because
0: I hate reviews Who then go Oh you want to buy it Go here and buy it And then you kind of You kind of Their reviews Lose a bit of credibility With me Definitely Especially when They're ultra positive And this one's A really positive one But then they haven't Got here's a link You know And you get a discount Whereas we always do that
1: (laughs) Exactly (laughs) But so Check it out Check it out Uh, So if you want to get Your extreme endurance uh, Go to xendurance.com They have got distributors Around the world now So you can check the You know In your region Like in the EU They've got a separate distributor They've got um Eric uh, at O2 Creation in, uh, in oh, Asia yeah. um, And then they've got somebody in South Africa as well um, And if you're in New Zealand or Australia Unfortunately, you've got to order through through the States But use the promo code Talk 5 You get five bucks off And that'll help uh, cover some of your shipping Do
0: you know what's really interesting, John?
1: What? Is
0: that, and by the way While you're checking emails you At least turn the sound down Okay Yeah, because you know, I hear the beeps you know. John, what's really interesting is that we've really made Extreme Endurance's business
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure we have
0: No, we really have Because let's be honest, when they started with us, nobody knew them I think we were their first sponsor, weren't they?
1: We were right yeah, we're Probably pretty minute. early
0: on Yeah Now they're everywhere Everywhere You know, and really, we should have gone for a percent profit share We should have, should have. <laughs> yeah. don't, worry about, don't worry about giving us any cash Just give us 10% your business Yeah,
1: no, you're doing well <laughs>
0: Big mistake You know um, 50 Cent's the wrapper? Yeah You know that vitamin water? You know that, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, he that's what he did. He said, to them, Look, I'll, I'll plug it for anything, give me 10 percent of your business. He made millions and millions really? of dollars from it, yeah, nice. yeah so it's very clever. So, next for all our sponsors from the future, we, we want percentage of your business, <laughs> okay? Um, oh, i put some music on, John.
1: Hey. Hey. Groupers of the week. Oh, oh, multiple. I thought you did your piece. I did, but you're right. I
0: take responsibility for that one, John. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you've chosen these ones this week. I have, uh, and I feel there may be a bit of a conspiracy going on.
0: Tell me about it, John. Like JFK?
1: Yeah, um, bigger, 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 bigger.
0: Like the moon landing? Yeah. Yes. yes, I see what you're saying.
1: So last week we had a great interview with Paul Larson, um, yes, from High Performance Sport New Zealand, and uh, life-changing for a lot of people.
0: You have to say, we've got a lot of feedback on Facebook about it.
1: Mm, yeah, it's all good. And uh, on next week's show, we're going to have a couple of interviews. I'm away, and one of those guys we're going to be talking to is uh, Daniel Plews, and he he works under Paul Larson, not literally, but he's one of the sports science guys up there, and he works a lot with rowing New Zealand. He's so, does also he work under or
0: alongside with
1: Paul's boss?
0: Oh, really? So yeah. he does work under. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, um, and. Then a third member who's just joined their team, he's a sports physiologist for, for Triathlon New Zealand, but he's moving into a role with High Performance Sport New Zealand, essentially doing the same thing, is Rob Creasy. And why these? Why I've got these three um, mugs as our mugs, age groupers they? of the week... <laughs> these
0: these brainiac scientists are all mugs.
1: Yeah, is that? <laughs> oh, so they all get age groupers of the week? Yeah, it's, it's an age groupers of the week. It's wow. a team, team effort. And I think they may be trying to... They're trying to put me off my game, Bevan. I think oh, I think that's
0: working, John, because yeah. they've got the science behind
1: them. And they have Paul Larson came on last week sort of talking up the, you know, yeah. um, hydration, electrolytes, things like that. Yeah, he kind and of Dan- changed a lot of people's opinions. Yeah, Daniel Plews is coming on next, uh, next week and he's going to come on again to talk about some other things. Because
0: he's got next week, we've actually, it's quite exciting for us Kiwis. We've got a guy called Marty Dry- Dry- Drysdale who is the Olympic gold medalist for single skull rowing, rolling, isn't it? Yeah, And a uh, bit of a legend, really, and one of New Zealand's, Top athletes, and top known athletes as well. Yeah, he know, he'd be one of the top five, wouldn't
1: he? Yep, he's doing Ironman uh, Port Macquarie.
0: Yeah, he's doing Port Macquarie. and So we're going to have an interview with Daniel and Mahe, which and, would be great.
1: And then, uh, yeah, and Rob Creasy uh, as well is on there. And We've never
0: had Rob on the show, have we?
1: We haven't, no. Man, I'm sure we could get Rob to talk about something. Or
0: maybe we had him on an epic camp show.
1: Maybe very briefly. Because yeah.
0: the Queensland one he was around, wasn't he?
1: And, and, and I think these guys are maybe just trying to get under my skin and give us these false little topics. and oh, so you're and saying what they're, they're saying is not true. Put, they're putting me off my game. So to Paul asked my... interview last yeah. week, he it, it was, it was lying to you. He wants me to go and not take any electrolytes and just see me cramp up on the run. Yep. And, and I mean, I think they're trying to get under my skin. But all seriousness, these guys... Um, obviously practise what they preach because um, Rob was first age group at IMA New Zealand.
0: No way, so was that first overall? I think got second overall, didn't he? It?
1: it looks... No, it looks first overall on here. On, Are you sure? Yes. Well, he's got a number one next to his name. No, but they have number one oh, next to the age Oh, sorry. Yeah. He, they were second and third age groupers. Um, yeah. Matt Lewis was the first age grouper in 913. Rob was second age grouper in 921. But what, his 57. age group? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he was yeah, definitely second overall. Uh, he had a little bit of a disappointing run. I don't know why these age groupers guys uh, had slower runs than normal. Um, I know it was a bit hotter and a bit harder.
0: In a slow course. Well, yeah, but three
1: twenty three. Rob Rob's that. normally quicker than that. But still, second age group overall. One is age group nine twenty one fifty seven. Daniel was uh, second in his age group behind Rob, uh, and nine twenty three fifteen, and he was third age group overall. And then you had Paul Larson who went sub 10. sub ten, yeah. qualified for Kona, not going, but qualified for Kona. So and his
0: previous best was over ten hours. I think he was like a ten mm. eleven, so he mm. got a PB there
1: on on a harder course.
0: Yeah, good work.
1: So I think those three That's guys. Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't sound Canadian? Yes, he did. Okay, remember now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely did. Oh. Um, so I think that is a...
0: a pretty complete performance too. A, a 103 swim, a 513 bike and a 333
1: swim. A run, run, b- mm. b- run. Yeah, so. so I think it's outstanding. And so I think it gives credibility to what those guys are, are saying that uh, as, we, as we have more, more of them on, you know, it's it's really good impartial advice that they're giving us because they don't. Uh, yeah, they're
0: not trying to sell something. Yeah. they're not aligned to any kind of product.
1: Yeah, I, I sent Paul an email yesterday about a product, um, and he sent me a review. You know, I'd seen all these things up and lights saying this is the best thing since sliced bread, and uh, he sent me a review saying there's no performance gain. <laughs>
0: Can you name and shame? No. Oh, okay. Um,
1: so yeah, combined this week, age grippers of the week, Rob Creasy. David Plews and Paul Larson from High Performance Sport New Zealand.
0: John, the question goes: This year, nine man New Zealand, nine thirteen took out the age groups champion, top mm. ten overall. Actually, got tenth mm. overall. Matt Lewis, mm. you've put the smackdown down saying you're going to win overall, haven't you? Mm, I have. Yeah.
1: People think I'm a. I'm a ha- I think. I think last week. People got a bit of a surprise with that result. Yeah, look, like, I got an email. Who was it from? And people are going, Warwick. holy smoke. Or it's going, oh, I've got a lot more respect for you now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think people thought I was just talking up. Look, I don't know. It depends who rocks up. But, you know, realistically, I think I can be, um, well, I'd like to think I can be faster than the, the first female, um, which is Meredith Kessler in nine seventeen, And so I think that um, by the time I get to Kona, providing everything goes to plan, I will be in... Nine-hour New Zealand Ironman shape um, for Ironman New Zealand time hmm, it, won't be, it won't be quite as good, but I would have thought that. you said
0: you're going to win Ironman New Zealand. Yeah, you?
1: well, I, I thought, I, I, yeah, if everything goes well, I will be in the range of, of that. You know, you've I,
0: kind of you put yourself in a bad position, John. No, I
1: haven't. I'm just putting it out. They put a bit of smoke no, down. No, because to,
0: the problem is, if you win, cool, you did it. You, you see, what you yep. if you lose. <laughs>
1: You must go. What happened? No, I mean, if I, if I have a bad race, people will go, "What happened?" But if I if I do a you know if I do a nine fifteen and pe- other people go faster, it's just I'm just going out there to have a really solid race and uh, and time. It is what it is. I'm going
0: to be on Team John. You're
1: going to be on Team John. Yeah, your team. Good. I'm on Team Good. John. Good. Yep. Yeah.
0: I'm going to get a shirt saying I'm on Team John.
1: Yeah. If and training, I'll put you some without a knee. If training goes to plan, if I get everything done that I want to get done. I'll have a good race. You need to stretch more, John. I do. <laughs> Get you done. <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay,
0: um so those were our age groupers of the of week. week. Um what have we got up next year, John?
1: Check a bit of music out. in. You, you want a bit of music? We don't, we don't have much music these days. Okay, let's put some what's the
0: next topic we're talking about? The website of the week. Okay, I'll put some music on. Hey, hey. Oh,
1: Website, website of the, of the Week. week. <laughs> you're, so, you're so excited about my age group as the week, you wanted to double it up.
0: Well, I'm
1: just, I'm just, the conspiracy theory is just throwing me, man, I tell you. Because I'm so important to everybody, that's why this is theory.
0: That's right. Um, John... <laughs> Tom Ballard sent through this and he goes, "I'm not sure how well known TriRadar.com is known on the international triathlon community, but it is the sister website of the UK's fastest-growing triathlon magazine, Triathlon Plus, of which I'm proud to be a senior writer. And it would be great to get the message out there to anyone who's not come across the site yet. We've got loads of tri training articles, gear reviews, bike tests, race reports, and early um, satisfy tri addicts all around the world." Um, uh, but more importantly Our site is run by a small team of genuine lovers of this sport. Our editor Liz is an Ironman um, And um, a building to an M-dot in to uh, Is
1: I'm building to an M-dot I'm building I'm
0: Oh yeah, I'm building to an M-dot Oh sorry, sorry um, Long course this summer And our staff writer Jessica is taking her first Man 70.3 in June Even our publisher is doing London Try last year the site. Um, so he's basically just going on to say we have things to do. So it's a good website, isn't it, John?
1: What is? It? I've got some um, some of our favourite contributors: Tamsin Lewis, um, Emma Kate Lidbury, Phil Graves, and Kat Morrison, as well as coaches, nutritionists, and physios who are all experts in their field.
0: Let's have a look at their gear review stuff. I'm always interested in gear Shram review.
1: Shram Red 22 Group Set Revealed. Wow! How to run a perfect race, and what do you know? There's a little thing on I am Talk there as well. Oh, well, look at that! What? Where's that? Oh, it's gone. Now we've dropped off the front page. Uh, well, that's no good. It's not. That's it's not good. But i have got international news here. They've got uh you know, got the Norden taking out challenge, Future Ventura, they've got um some ITU news on there, um, Colorado winning their fourth collegiate national teams titles. But I think the um news is news is one thing, but I think the main thing that these guys are gonna be doing is is having uh those guest writers on there and having good guest writers. Um it's easy to write, um, you know. Triathlon for newbies And beginners all the time um, But having some of those Good guys like Tamsin In there um, Should be all good
0: Tamsin is pretty great As well isn't she yeah.
1: So check it out com.
0: It's kind of one of those Sites that kind of Does a bit of everything For you doesn't it
1: Phil Graves blog Racing
0: Smart Where do I go to blogs John Blog It just came up in front of me In the pictures Okay I've gone to blogs And here we go We've even got a, a uh, team Triathlon Plus, Amy's blog Got Phil
1: Graves A good race performance comes from a mature head Explains Phil Graves Do you know how Rich Allen is? Yeah, he used to be uh, a good athlete Many, 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 many moons ago In the good old ITU days um, He would be He'd be a little bit older than us Probably late 30s, I would have thought He's doing a piece about It's not always about running yeah. endless miles Yeah, I thought he'd set up a coaching thing With um, Simon Lessing at one stage No, he was a good athlete yeah, sort of top ten, top five guys sometimes on um, the ITU circuit. Yep, he's still around. Yeah, I'm sure he's still not racing it. the high to level. Was- yeah,
0: so it's good articles here, and it's nice because it's from articles where actually people who
1: you know been there, done that, isn't it? Mm. Mm. So check it out. Try radar. Try radar.com.
0: Check, check, check it out. What's it, what's it, what's
1: it all about? Okay, John,
0: what sponsor?
1: Athlinks.com. Let's go have a look at Ironman Melbourne.
0: Okay, I'm pulling it up.
1: And see who was the first Athlinks finisher at Ironman Melbourne One thing I've commented to Bevan before When we had the um, the Leadman results earlier on um, They had integrated Athlinks into the results So their results page was basically a copy Of what you'd see on Athlinks. So you go to the Leadman results page If you did that race there was that little claim button And you could claim your results So it'd be really cool if they start integrating that into, um, into more races John,
0: I was up in Auckland last weekend Were you? Doing some work And there's a good Auckland At least There's a good crew Of Men Who always kind of Do gym classes and stuff I think they are done
1: Why are they wasting their time in gym classes
0: Well because they're probably Doing body balance A stretch class
1: John mm, Okay Just saying Yeah
0: And wise one would say They actually They were doing a yoga class
1: That's okay then Yeah
0: so there you go But they were saying They would never go back To Melbourne
1: well, I'm hearing I'm hearing varying results in Melbourne. I'm yeah, hearing some it. people saying it was great, some people saying it's not so great. So I think it's it's, it's definitely a horses for the sort of thing. Yeah. Some some people absolutely loved the point to point stuff and said the crowd support was really really cool. Um, other people did not like that because you didn't they get said to the see the run was ones. really
0: boring. They said the run was lovely. Yeah, ride's really boring. Yeah, um, and uh, just the overall
1: kind of event just wasn't anything special. But, you know... I'm, hey, I'm, I'm just saying I'm, what the people are saying, John. Yeah, I'm not batting too hard for Melbourne, but, uh, you know, when you have a shitty weather day, it's going to be, you know... I think any almost any race you go to is going to lose a lot of its gloss. John? Hmm. The people who have spoken. Well, I'm I'm giving up... A lot of people have spoken to me as well, saying it's still good. How many... Lots, <laughs> lots.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm in The great thing about athletes you can go on here, you can check out a bit of the kind of the data around the race. And so, if we look at the males' race, the average male time was a ten fifty six fifty six. So the average male got under the sub eleven. Mm. Good work done. The average female time, which is really interesting because it's not that different, as eleven twenty one. Mm. Now you think that the average would be higher, that the, the the range between the both. You're not listening, are you? I'm not. No. <laughs> what are you?
1: I'm just getting things sorted yeah. I was trying to find the first I think it's finished Olive Carsten.
0: No the top member was Matt Palmer He did an 8.50 And the top girl was Olive Carston She was an 8.13 That might not be right Let's start this again No no no, no let's not start it again
1: no, no, You're right I think it's just that Olive Carston I've was, got it down She's faster than the guy who did it Ma- ma- maybe Olaf. I-, I think Olaf is not a female. I think that's a, an error. It must be a male. Well, it's got female forty. And no, it's got female there. But I'm thinking, I'd be surprised if Olaf was the uh, first female. Given that Corinne Abraham was the first female, only three minutes in front. So I think Olaf is definitely a man. Okay. And Olaf Carsten is the fastest uh, Athlinks finisher, in eight thirteen fifty. Well, you know what's to about Athlinks, gone, John. And second was Matt Palmer, and third was Ross. Can Yes, yes, Bevan. What's good? Well, you can just go
0: look at check out the things page. Oh, yes. Mm. And I think it is a guy.
1: <laughs> so I think that F is is incorrect.
0: But anyway, John. The more importantly, look at the, look at the range. Like you think, if you were to say to you, what do you think the average between the average time for men and the average time for females that I'm in Melbourne would have been? What's the gap? Do you think you would to said twenty four minutes?
1: No. No. Because, I mean, I'm just thinking about pros. Normally we see about 50 minutes between the top pro and the top female. Yeah, so it's pretty impressive. Nice work. Girls
0: must have had a good day. They must have. Guys must have had a shocker.
1: Must have. Mm. Olaf took out his age group by uh, by four about four minutes. Nice, no, Scott Four minutes and nine seconds, in fact Because Athletics actually tells me that If I look at the differential column on the right-hand side See, look at that Athletics has it all yeah.
0: So guys, if you're on, on Athletics Go check it out And if you want to, even if you just aren't on there And you want to go have a race You can go have a look at all the results around your race And that's what's really great about this resource Is it's got all this really cool information It helps you just break down your race And they've got the different age group categories And where you've got And all the rest of it It's just really good data To give you an insight into your race It does indeed you like that? Yep. F thanks.com. Okay, John, do you want some music?
1: I do want music. Yes, some music. Coaches
0: corner. Good times, John. So we've got a question through from um, Jeff, the
1: Curry Muncher. Con- is it Curry, curry Muncher? <laughs> the, <laughs> explosion. the explosion. Explosion. <laughs> we could we could rename him. <laughs> Jeff Curry. Jeff the explosion. Curry. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes it's. Just- this has got to be one of the most general questions we get. We've had. Okay, how
0: many uh, faster? suggestion for Coach's Corner. Having just cl- completed an Ironman, I would now like to look at improving my speed in all three disciplines for shorter distances. What is the best way to go about doing this, especially on the bike and run, as that is where the biggest gains can probably be made? You may have done this before, but I can't recall ever hearing it at any time recently. So, John, you've got quite a lot to talk about.
1: It's- yeah, I mean, how do I get faster? Where do we start? I've just got a few ideas just to help, um, maybe just do a bit, a bit of thought provoking stuff, Bevan, because we like to do thought provoking. Yep. Just to help get you down the, part, the the right path, because this is obviously a very very general question, and everybody's going to be very very different as in terms of their strengths and weaknesses. You know, if you've done Ironman, you might have great endurance, but crappy crappy top end. You might be um, have really good top end and have struggled with your Ironman. But just a few general things. Um, one thing that I find that a lot of athletes don't have a clue about is um, what about what are their best times and so then it's really hard for them to judge if they're actually making any progress um, so I think start by knowing your PBs and and paces so you can set some realistic expectations and you can set some goals around them so what I mean by this is if you don't have a clue what you can run for 5k or for 10k and if you're looking to go short course you need to go do some racing or if you if you feel like you're a good time trialer go and do some time trials so go and do a 5k accurate five as hard as you possibly can and then you can estimate some um some zones and some times off that i use the um I use the uh, Jack Daniels formula generally. Um, if I have athletes, I get them to go and do a 5K time trial, and the Jack Daniels formula will then give you a really good indication of the, what the you... V dot, The VDOT, yeah, yeah, of what you should be able to do for a 10K and, and a half marathon and all that sort of stuff if you train for them specifically. But So I would say first step is uh, if you don't know your times, go and do a run time trial, go and do um, some swim time trials, some uh, a 400 and a 1K so you get an, an idea of... Um, of what what you can do for those, and then for the bike, sometimes a little bit more tricky um, because conditions play such a big role. If you've got a power meter, great, go out and do a, a 10 mile time trial in, in fair conditions. Um, if you haven't got a power meter, then uh, you want to probably be doing a bit of what your indoor indoor bike, like do it on a trainer just to do a test. Well, you get different values when you're on the trainer versus out. I know, but road. if
0: you're just using it as a gauge for, uh, so
1: okay, If you've got if you've got some means to measure that's going to be reliable, then great. Um, and you can can do that on the trainer, if you've, again, if you've got power related to the train side. But then side those
0: numbers aren't necessarily transferable to the road, are they?
1: No, but if you go back and you retest on the, the keep doing your yeah, testing in the you same environment, your yeah. um, you, then you're sweet. Uh, if you don't have a power meter, then um, you know I'd really encourage you to do some heart rate testing in terms of uh, figuring out a maximum heart rate zone or getting some sports science testing done for that. But you just want to set some benchmarks so you actually know where you're at. And if anybody who's following me on, on coach johnproject2014.com right John. you will actually see that that's some of the stuff that I've been doing in, in my training um, with, my, with my swimming um, also with my biking but with my running I really know, I've got a pretty good idea where I'm at although I did go and do a 10k because I wanted to have a bit of a feel for, for where I was at at the moment but I know my zones very very well and you know, if I go to the pool I know what sort of shape I'm in but a lot of people I go What's your, what, Okay, when you go to the pool what, do you, what, do you, what sort of pace do you swim at? And they go, I don't know um, so you really need to know yeah. know your zones And then you can start setting some goals Based off that But otherwise it's very very hard to tell If you're getting faster You just you might feel like you're getting faster But, but who really knows um, And then I think then the next thing to do Is depending on where you're at With your athletic development You need to work out Where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck So Jeff's question was How am I going to get faster basically And so I think you need to just uh, Look at whatever distance you're going to do Whether it be sprint or olympic Look at where you know do those tests um, straight up, and then you can probably start to figure out, look for me to get to A to B in a, in a sprint distance race, the biggest area I've got to gain is going to be the swim, the bike, or the run and, and figuring out where that is and then you've got to have a bit of a think about yourself really where you are in your athletic career and and try to work out what is going to help you the most so for a lot of people that are very new to the sport simply just training consistently, doing a lot of aerobic training, a little bit of speed work, just improving your general fitness. It's still an endurance test. And if, if you're coming from no background, that is probably going to be the best thing for you. If you are somebody who comes from um, some sort of different sporting background and so you've got really, really good fitness but it's not super specific, then you're going to have to take a slightly different approach. Some people, you know, often their swim absolutely sucks. And uh, and the philanator was talking to me this about this the other day. He said, "Oh, my swim just sucks. I just get pounded in the swim, and I've got to go do some more swimming." And I said, "Look,
0: the but, gains you're going to get.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, 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 yeah. in a sprinter and an Olympic distance, you're going you are going to get punished. You know, I think he he probably lost about four minutes to me in Auckland in the yeah. swim. But you know, when you go to Ironman, you know, more or less double that. He might lose ten minutes to me in the swim. is. Um, but." You know, I've I really said to him, you're on limited time, um, you've got family, you've got a job, you've only got a limited amount of time you're m- much better off being in the best possible shape you can for the bike and the run. Slightly different when you're going shorter but you've really got to be careful I think some people jump in and think, oh I've got to improve my swim, got to improve my swim and really is is that going to be what's going to get you from A to B what's the best, quickest? What's
0: the best return on investment for time put into exactly. it, it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then I would really encourage you, uh, and I talk about this a lot, is to decide where you're going to improve the most and if that decision means uh, a single sport focus is um is the way to go then then spend a good you know a a good number of months where you're primarily focusing on one discipline so again i'm not trying to harp on that i'm doing everything wonderfully but uh that's what i do with my bike my my training at the moment you know my focus each week is to make sure that i get four bike rides in and then i've got to just do one or two swims and uh and, and a couple of runs and so you really need to put a, put a big effort if you're gonna if you're gonna go for that single sport focus. And I think for most people that is where you can get the biggest bang for your buck, especially if you're in a Kiwi and Aussie or you in in the Southern Hemisphere, you're going into your off season now. Rather than doing tri training all the way through through winter, really hone in on one discipline and, and go for it. Um, when it comes to, to actually trying to race fast, and this going back to Jeff's question, I think you need to um, race fairly regularly. Um, and that helps to give you a strong mental edge again that depends on what sort of background you come from if you 're somebody who 's done a lot of racing maybe not quite so relevant but if you 're somebody who 's come from a very limited athletic background and you've you 've been doing Ironman and you've maybe done you know, half and a full and maybe one other race per season i 'd really encourage you to get out there and do lots and lots of racing uh, not every weekend but you know a, a good uh, at least once a month and, uh, and maybe throwing in some some other short short races in their single disciplines but you need to get that that mental edge, and I find um, a lot of people really lack with that the ability to push really, really hard. Um, and, and racing will force you to do that. Simple ones that we talk about a lot: simulate things in training, um, especially your, your swimming. You know, if you're if you're a weak swimmer and you you struggle with open water swimming, trying to get um, in a group situation as much as you can with um, doing race starts and beating the crap out of each other, doing plenty of time trials. Christine McKinlay on our Facebook post this week said she hates doing time trials and stuff, but that is the Best stuff to mentally beat yourself up A bit mm. as well as getting some benchmarks And, uh, and this the something I Always talk about is track your training um, Times as well so um, You know racing's a funny funny thing sometimes people get it really quick and they're, they're great races other people um it takes some time for them to actually click and get their their racing to match what they're doing in training and you've got to, sometimes got to take a step back and sure your racing might not always be improving at the rate that you want it but if you track everything you do in your training um you'll be able to actually benchmark whether you're making general progress and it's just a matter of Figuring out how you can pull all three together on the day So tracking your training I think is very, very important
0: John, one question that that's a part of this is What about the weight?
1: You know, weight. how much weight people are yeah,
0: carrying Because yeah. it, it, it must help speed if you're leaner Well, to a point It, it certainly does
1: It's
0: a hard p- subject, isn't it? Because I know as a runner, a runner coach I never tell chicks to lose weight, and, you know, and there are some runners who we train who definitely losing some weight would probably help their performance, yeah. but it's such a sensitive area, and it's such a it's the, the way the way delicate subject isn't
1: yeah it? the way that I try to to, to tackle weight is um, is not focus on the weight but focus on nutritional choices and and encouraging people to make the best possible nutritional choices they can you know, eating good I mean everybody knows that I'm sort of heading towards a more of a vegetarian um, type diet and I, and I don't shove that down people's throats but I generally say most people don't eat enough fruit and vegetables um, and really trying to push that so people have uh, they're just healthy and, and hopefully the, providing their training consistently and well if they get that diet really good and healthy and get their timing of their meals right my sort of feeling is people's weight will will, will go to the to what is what is right for them and you're exactly right that um if you're lighter you're going to run faster then you've got to balance that up that you may lose a little bit of power on the bike and the swim so i really just encourage people to eat um try to Always try to make improvements in your diet in terms of how how healthy you're eating, and um, and if you're somebody that really struggles with uh, with treats and things like that, I, I generally say, as I said, the, the the shopping list thing to try to um to try to avoid you know having. Th- Junk food in your, in your cupboards and stuff, and and be prepared in terms of going to work when you're not going to the cafe every day. You know, have a packed lunch when you go to, to work every day. Do
0: you know what I think? The, the better way of looking at it, and not just because your shopping list is a good idea, but I think the better, the better idea is to go, what do you know works for you when it comes to mm-hmm. avoiding those foods? Because, like, obviously, for you, you know, doing a shopping list, when you yeah. don't do a shopping list, you eat worse, and when you do, yeah, you eat yeah. better. And, um, and that may not work for other people, but the, the better question to ask yourself is, when i've eaten well as an avoided crap food what were the strategies that were in place to do that and um and you know and then you're basically just looking into your previous experiences to looking for when you've been successful and then you go okay well i just need to go back to that stuff right now and mm. some people will be shopping lists for some people will be you know getting their partner to support them you know the answers for everyone will be slightly different but if you can kind of figure that out and you just go okay you know, we talk about stretch goals So a stretch goal is a goal that's trying to take you further Than you've ever been before And then, you know, a lot of people do stretch goals That are quite unrealistic But if you do a, a goal that's actually not a stretch It's just a reset back to what you've been in your past Often that's quite a successful strategy So you could think about that as well John, um, On just while you're doing now, I had a quick look on the Boston Two people have died, and mm. it was a bomb mm. And 22 people currently, based on Twitter is uh, Are seriously injured So, And it was right by the finish line Madness Yes Sad, so um, yeah. Um, so good, good work there, John. Sponsor.
1: Uh, SLS let try. And they were at the Boston Marathon. And one thing I was going to say uh, for pretty much all your American listeners. SLS, they seem to just be travelling on the road all the time. They've got this, uh, they've got this um, camper van thing, and they just seem to be driving from race to race to race. There seem to be a race every weekend and just something. That's,
0: that's not South Island. That's not like Christchurch oh, to Queenstown. No. No. That's America.
1: Yeah, because they're, 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 they were in Boston this weekend as well, and they're from California. And uh, so, basically, if you're going to a hits race, if you're going to a seventy point three, they were at Leadman as well at the weekend, um, and I think they're going to pretty they much doing all, the hard yeah, I think they're pretty much going to all Ironman races. So, if um, if you do want to you know try before you buy, um, if you're North American based, then uh, maybe just get in touch with them and find out what races they're going to be at, and we'll try to give you an update. But uh, yeah, they're out and about a lot. Of course, we we'll talked to the last few weeks about um, they got the, the full IM Talk range, which is looking good. The, the one piece and the uh, and the two piece. So if you want to check out the one piece in action, quite a bit of action on my Facebook page in terms yeah. of people taking pictures and stuff. Good photos too. I know it was good. Yeah. My, my wife didn't take any good ones, but <laughs> she's a um,
0: photographer.
1: Yeah, but uh, other people did, so that was all good. There was one picture on the on the turnaround where I both a couple of people commented, saying, I had both feet off the ground, You're coming flying. coming around the corner." That was all good, but SLS try. I've got all their gear, of course. And, and you
0: pulled up the the woman race top, and I have to say, John, it's looking good, looking awesome.
1: Yeah, so they've got um, they've got some new styles in there. So for you girls, uh, they've got a nice uh, pink top with some sort of funky little stripy bits at the top, and uh, and a grey one as well. And I think the trim. it's I think it's looking good. Yeah, it's very good. Cool. So check that out um, at slstry dot if you're getting any of the gear. Excluding the I am Talk gear, use the code I am Talk and you get a nice healthy discount. And uh, yeah, it's a sensual this FRT woman's race top. You've got the sensual, which is uh, the pink one, or you've got the carbon. Oh, where's the carbon colour? The carbon is the grey one. Well, do I get more images? Do I? Give you larger and more images. Oh,
0: here we go. Oh, look at
1: this. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Ooh. I should get a bit of that action for Blender. She's always wanting gym gear and stuff. You should. Bevan. Here we go Segway So slstry.com. Do it you are got to ask me a, a gym, gym question I am talk This week yeah. You're going to have a special guest in are the come, gym Are you
0: coming to class? No
1: uh-huh. Belinda is coming to one of your classes Which one? I think on Friday Because she's not working for some reason this Friday She's not working She'll come in the morning uh, I only teach in the morning on Friday Yes She'll she, she come she at 6.15 six in the morning Yeah she does a couple of 6.15 classes
0: Really? She no, never does
1: one No this is <laughs> the thing She said this is the first time I've been to one of Bevan's classes since before kids. So that's wow. basically over, over six it? years. No bagger off.
0: Yeah, well you a while ago you said you and Phil were gonna I turn should. up. You yeah. said you and Phil were gonna turn up. I'll do it after I mean you sound. Okay. There's a real challenge for you. Yeah. You know?
1: Winning I mean you is nothing. Come do Bevan's body attack on a Monday night. Um, so that could be interesting for you. Don't okay. embarrass her too much. Oh, but I never embarrass people. Ah, oh, you should.
0: Only, you, you can only embarrass people you know really well. Yeah. Don't embarrass new people. Yeah. Not a good way of going about it. Okay, John, questions and answers. We got through from Mike Threadgold and it's saying, I know this is a slow news cycle, lad. Just thought it was an interesting and encouraging to see the hits are picking up some new sponsors. And he sent through an article and just showing the list of sponsors. Trials on business.com. We interviewed that guy. Which
1: we had uh, Gary Rosenbauer. And uh, the HITS have signed up with Rudy Project and o, uh, XX2i Optics Sponsorship. So I went to the HITS website. They've got a um, big list of sponsors there. And, and I, if you're a sponsor wanting to get involved, you're far better off getting involved in a series than, uh, than one-off races. Yeah. Just that repeat branding. And it's, and it's, it's good, good for HITS as well. So they, it looks like they're starting to make some progress. So nice work.
0: Um, that's that, all I've got, Bevan. That's a good. Any other news? In,
1: no. No, that, I thought that was enough questions and answers.
0: Wow, I, I might have had one here. Um, you've got all these other notes, sort not? of. <laughs> okay, down here, down here. No. Are
1: we doing laminate finishes? Um, you talk about and I'll see if there's any extra ones on there, but I don't know. If okay, guys, uh, I'm going
0: to pop our Facebook page. Just one thing, if you do want to email the show, you can email it at imtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, if you want to get the show emailed to you each week once we release it, you just go to me, and then once you're on there, you click on... Um. Or you just see the little web form there. You can go on there and do that, and uh, then it's Tuesday when we do the show. Once I've finished the show, I just basically send out one email. It's just got a link to it. It's not too much. Well, you're not going to spam you or anything like that. It's as simple as that, and it's just that's how you're going to go from there. Um, John, mm. I will just say we've got a couple of little things up on here, and um, I've just put up our Facebook page, and some people have been talking about Pete Maves is saying that ITU highlights on YouTube is saying the crash something
1: around the crash. Did you read that post? I, I I saw the crashes and then um, and then uh, I saw them again on the on the on the the, the clip there and uh, they were pretty poor form and I think he he was sort of saying whether people should be penalised or, or, or whether there's um, intentional people intentionally taking other people down which I think is a pretty tall. Um, uh, I think that would be a bit of a stretched comment, I would have thought. But should people be penalised for inappropriate uh, behaviour on the bike? And, and, they, and they do get penalised. Um, people have been penalised before on the bike for riding recklessly. But I think the, these crashes that we saw in Auckland were just... Um, not incompetent, just not concentrating. It was bizarre. I haven't seen anything like it before.
0: We've got Stephen Wolston. He's got run-walk strategy. John, I started listening to the podcast a year ago. Uh, as I began to prepare for Ironman Zurich. Uh, picked up on the run-walk strategy from that and our club's Ironman pioneer, John Rear. I've been doing this since November, but combining it in the form of a double-run set Oh, uh double run, set in the morning and evenings. Last night hit nineteen miles for the total day time of two hours and thirty-seven minutes. What's your view on the double run training as opposed to one long run as a part of your Ironman prep?
1: Oh, I got to saved that for another day, Bevan. What well, do you want to save it for another save, day? Save that for another day. I'll go into that.
0: Okay, John Tony Sperry is saying, you guys, you do your you do your Ironman, love it. Mm-hmm. John does his U update the love for
1: 70.3 We did a bit today We talked about uh, Future, 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 Ventura We only do 70.3 When there's uh, When there's enough time on the show Okay well. If it's and if, no, if it's a really competitive Strong 70.3 field I'll bring it up But if it's just A, a weak ass field Generally I won't <laughs> <laughs> Okay Brett Bevan's gonna be on, on leg- Gotta make sure you spell Bevan right I, I made the error Where I didn't actually spell it right Is it I-N is it? It's E-N B-E-V-E-N uh-huh.
0: Understandable why you made the mistake. Yeah, you know you do know a biven. Okay, John, are there any finishes?
1: Uh, let's have a look here. Mike Stone was the last one we did. Yes.
0: Here we go. So wait a second. I'm going to put some music on, John. Wait a second because I thought we need to add music to this. Wait a second. Here we go. <laughs> Man Talk. Iron Man Finishes. That's very official. I know. I tried to make it official. Yeah, nice. Yeah. You like it? I've got a... the music. I've got the atmosphere. We've got the announcer. Nice. People have got the flowers. Look at this. We've got a flower.
1: Yeah, we have. Yep. A lily.
0: Christmas lilies. We've got some Christmas lilies, but we had to cut it out there and we're, and we're back. I <laughs> did. Okay, so who are they, John? Give us to us.
1: Right. Now let's see if I've still got the page up. Oh, now I've closed the page, Bevan.
0: Okay, I'm going to start with the two that I've got here. So we've got Zen and Capron. And Zen and Capron is 39 35-39 to 39, Did an 11-32-58 For a PB John Now we're not sure if Zenon is a guy or a girl
1: I'm going for a guy
0: Okay so that makes
1: him A Palani No a kuakini Crusher A kuakini Crusher
0: Then I have Angus Whipple And he did a He's in 49-45 to, to 49 age group Sorry And he did a ten oh four PB fourth in age
1: group John Palani Predator Bronze cap
0: Nice love your work mate Four minutes You'll Prob- be, be down to a Lehi Le- animal.
1: May- maybe you Kona qualifier I finished fourth. What was the age group? Yeah, um, 45 to f- uh, 49. Yeah, definitely. I'd say that's kind of qualifying time. Well, it depends on how many slots they have. I'd say there'd definitely be four. You think? I would have thought so. And you'd allow for one roll down. Good okay. work. Good work. You're going to Kona. Yep. Who you got here, John? We have got Lucy Francis, who also did Ironman South Africa, did a 1254 PB. That makes her a Kualini Crusher. Kuakini Crusher again. Uh, and then we had Jane Roberts, Ironman New Zealand, fourteen fifty nine oh one. Unfortunately, not a PB. That's okay. But still. And what's she? She is a Kailua Cruiser. Kailua Cruiser. Anyone else? And Greg Gorman did Ironman Melbourne in 1110.06. Yes. I'm thinking not a PB. Not a PB. No. But but still. Here's a Kuwakini Crusher. Kuwakini Crusher, you've got to be happy with that. Nice.
0: I love your work, guys. So, if you want to be an Iron Man, talk, Iron Man finisher. I've got to get
1: these caps sorted. I'm going to do it. I probably won't get it done until after Kona, but I've got to get these caps sorted. What,
0: out. Kona, Kona next year?
1: No, Kona 70.3. Oh, okay. There's a bit of a busy time between now and then, and, um, but, okay. I, but I want to get it done.
0: Okay, sponsors.
1: Two Shanghai athletes finishes. Oh, I see. I, I see where you got your notes down there. Yeah. Because okay, so right.
0: now when I add notes to the notes yeah. Because we use Dropbox
1: We both get the same notes That's true okay. uh, Coffees of Hawaii dot com um, yes. yes Go Albert Athlinks dot com um, See the difference Extreme endurance Get rid of that muscle soreness Trainingpeaks.com. dot com Just see how great you are And
0: SLS try Look cool John, what you goss?
1: My goss is uh, had the Rise Up Team Challenge at the weekend. Had about two hundred t- fifty. I don't know. It's not a. It's not a winning sort of race. Um, or no. well, Bruce Baxter from Podiatry Med won the Solo so race. I added an individual race this year that went off quite well. Um, but it's basically a team based fun thing. Lots of uh, dress ups and what have you. Um, so I had about two hundred fifty people out there, which is all good. And then. Training was not so good last week. Just doesn't work well when I've got events, and I was also recovering from from the race. Back on it this week, well, looking, you, looking but forward. you
0: did all the training, didn't you?
1: Well, I did. You
0: never zero day, did you?
1: Uh, no, I didn't. Good. No, no. But it was a last two weeks haven't really improved my fitness because I was sort of tapering into the race and then recovering and had the event and stuff. So, um, so that was good. But excited to be back in, into some structure this week and building up to Kona and. Outside of that Bevan We talked about the poos experience last week Yeah That was pretty yeah. exciting yeah. Yeah. Um, Not much I'll go into Kiteria this weekend But the, the weather is looking pretty pantsy yeah, this week, week. I'm not, not happy about it So hopefully that's a good school holiday Starting at the end of the week That's always a challenge for me And that's about it Bevan, what's happening in your John, world? John, there's a couple of key things A couple of key things
0: I showed Joe Because I, I thought you know because I was talking about the. Have getting... you got your
1: bloody flu jab?
0: Yeah, I did actually You know what was amazing about John? Weak
1: I didn't even feel it Mm. Because
0: there's a needle And Joe got it done first And I was Mm. like Wow this is going to hurt Because you know they just poke it straight Into the shoulder muscle Mm. And I said look Your shoulder's going to be sore For a couple of days Mm. So I thought I'll turn away So I don't have to watch Mm. And I turn away And I'm thinking When's she going to put it in Mm. And she was done
1: Crazy I know What are you reading? I'm just trying to clear My Skype messages (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm listening You had your flu jab And it didn't hurt so I showed
0: Joe because I thought after the show I thought maybe, maybe I said that bad things about Joe. So I need to, I, when I, when I, sometimes on the show I say things I like, think oh maybe I'm in trouble for saying that mm. So my strategy is just show her Because mm. then you know no one else could oh we haven't said this Because mm. one time I said something in a class and Joe goes to me did you say that in class? And I was like oh me and my big mouth yeah. So that's what I do so I showed her that
1: And we were talking about the blender last week how mine sparks yeah. Yeah. John guess what happened this week? Got a new blender, a new blender. Did you get a kick ass blender like mine? Well, wow. <laughs> you got a cheap $15 blender from Briscoe's. No,
0: maybe we got it from Briscoe's. <laughs> but it wasn't a cheap one.
1: Uh, well, wait, it cost us
0: 70 but it was down from 180 because Briscoe's had a sale on.
1: You fool. <laughs> Briscoes inflate their prices by about forty percent, and then you think you're getting a deal, but you're not. You Shall go to another shop and we've you get it cheaper.
0: We got a deal, and I'm almost willing to have the blender challenge because my blender is awesome. I will take that challenge. You want the challenge? No. So, so I think how we do it is here we go. This is happening. Okay, so how we do it is we both blend, but we don't tell which person who's doing the test for which blender was used.
1: Game on! I'm okay. bringing them up. I'm away next week. We need to remind me. Hopefully, I remember. We can the do it after. on the show. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Joe's going to be our taste tester. Yep,
0: she'll be in the office. Yeah, we'll just take the drink through.
1: Yeah, and do we do a variety of drinks? Well, we've got to do the same, and so she gets to taste the consistency and what's yeah. mixed up. So we'll do yeah. we'll do one of my green smoothies, and then you can do a smoothie What's in your green choice. smoothie? Um, frozen bananas, uh, frozen. some frozen frozen, okay. frozen, frozen. fruits, fruits. 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 Uh, frozen and fruit. berries, yep. and uh, we could either probably use. We probably, for Joe we use milk I normally use rice milk Or oat milk um, But uh, Fussy um, But uh, Yeah And then And that's uh, it oh, And some spinach as well Spinach I'll bring, I'll bring the ingredients for mine You worry about yours
0: Well no Because it's got to be the same
1: Yeah I'll, I'll, we'll, do, we'll do two So I'll do my, my recipe You bring all the ingredients I'll bring all the ingredients for my recipe You get some ingredients for your recipe
0: I'm going to do my recipe as well You can
1: do your recipe Yeah
0: Mine's simple Mine's banana Frozen berries Protein powder And milk Okay that's what I do.
1: Okay. Well, the test, actually, we'll just do mine, because the test is how well it works with frozen fruit. Oh, and my And consistency. Gold. <laughs>
0: Seriously. Gold. You're going to be gutted, John, because you're tight ass, and you're going to go, oh, it's just wasted $500 dollars
1: in my <laughs> no, I'm concerned for your blender that it's going to blow up when it tries to munch up frozen bananas. No, I'm going to, I'm, it's going to nail it, John. Now, Bevan, you said we had heaps of time, but it's 8.45. Time to go? Well, pretty much. Okay, we've got an interview. We've got a, Who are we interview we are interviewing um, a guy called Adam, 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 Ost. No, S. Oh. Dot, I think it is. I've just got to scroll down, scroll down. It's going to be on next week's show. And He's a guy who's gone age group, Adam just
0: turned a pro. Otstot. Guys, just one thing. We are going to be interviewing Brad Bevan this afternoon. So if you get this show really quickly, uh, go to our Facebook page and put some questions up there. Mm. Um, rock and roll, guys. Let's rock out of here. Iron Russ. i Men Don't. Train Hard. Train Smart.
1: Kia Kaha.